Hello folks, welcome to Athos Ride Along, episode 18 of season 3. I have Andres Brightshop with me, and I know I'm not pronouncing that right, and I'm, but I did try. So uh, he's, he's from Germany, and he works on FS Flight Control, uh, which is an add-on that uh, does failures and a number of other features, and it's set up like a uh, uh, sim control panel for a level D simulator, which is a really cool product. So uh, welcome to the show, Andreas. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank you, Nicholas. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's it's great. So uh, tell me, uh, Andreas, how did you catch the aviation bug? Yeah, well, I had a good good friend already in, in school, and he's currently even working in this area. And so I was kind of always a little bit uh, yeah connected to the to the aviation. I also knew a flight simulator for for a very long time. But uh, well, at the end, I'm I'm also a, a developer. I'm working as a software consultant for for many years, and uh, therefore it it was always a uh, yeah. You you always think of what you can do better or where there was a place where where software is still missing, and therefore yeah, that's that's the way it went. <laughs> cool, cool. So uh, y- you just answered the second question, kind of. Uh, you know, going from summer to developer, you just thought there was kind of a niche in the, you know, failure setup uh, sort of area to make things a little bit more realistic. Yes, it's it's not uh, not only about uh, failure. So if you uh, had a quick look on FS Flight Control, it's an yeah, it's called an instructor station. So it's basically where if it's like you said before, level D sim, but also any any other simulator that's also used for training has an, a place where the instructor sits and controls the whole simulator, and that's that's what what FS Flight Control is all all about. So you have the part where you can place the, the aircraft, for example, on an approach. You can do the failures, which you mentioned already, but you can also have a very detailed moving map, so you always know where, where the aircraft is, also with, with street map and satellite map, if you want that, including detailed yeah, airport layouts and stuff like that. But you can also control something like uh, weather conditions and uh, wind and, and uh, things like that to, to, to make the, the yeah, to make it as realistic as possible for for training, and there are many other things, but I don't want to to go too much in detail here. So if if you have a quick look on the website, so you also see an overview of all the features FS Flight Control uh, provides. Okay, cool. Yeah, it it looks like you. I, I played around with it a little bit, not a, not a lot yet. Um, I was trying to kind of look at uh, what support it had for add-on aircraft um, and skipping ahead a little bit. It looks like uh, there's kind of um, some different support requirements for different add-on features. So real quickly, what add-ons do you cover um, and what add-ons um, are kind of not covered and, and what's the challenge uh, involved in covering all the available add-ons? Generally speaking, Almost all functionality of FS Flight Control is supported by, by all add-ons, or the other way around, FS Flight Control can be used with, with all add-ons for most of the functionality, like, as I said, moving map and placing on approach and things like that. But there are specific uh, features, for example, the failures, where the add-on needs to support these kind of stuff. So, yes, some failures like engine off will work with everything again, 
But uh, there are a lot of specific failures where we have all the specific support, like, like for example, for POSIM, for AST, for Project Magenta, and uh, such aircraft suites where we working together with the, with the companies in most cases directly and they provide us special interfaces. Uh, for example, for POSIM, we have more than 100 failures you can trigger. So there are uh, some specific features where this cooperation is needed. But for most of the features we have in Apple's Flight Control, it will just work with everything. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I know uh, one of the challenges there is you have so many add-on developers. So for a product like this, you have to, you know, work with a lot of different features that are kind of custom to each aircraft. So that's why, that's why I was curious about that. Um, so. Um, Kind of uh, going into uh, a couple other things. Um, it's I was looking at the product because it looked very good for uh, what I was doing, which was uh, working with uh, my friend Carlene, uh, trying to uh, get a more accurate model of how to fail various features. So that was my main interest. Of course, your product does many more as many more things as you mentioned. Um, but have you had many users kind of come from that particular market segment, and how have you helped them kind of take full advantage of your product? So for for the for the customers we have, we they are really in completely in a wide spectrum of of areas. So we have the the customers which are just uh, yeah just in uh, doesn't meant uh, um, yeah. The home enthusiasts, I would say, so just uh, having a desktop simulator and maybe also not a very big hardware supplement around that, but just wanted to to yeah train approaches and uh, things like that at home. But we we also do have uh, um, commercial customers where we have um, full full cockpit simulators that uh, either using that as entertainment simulators or you can just pay for an hour to fly an Airbus uh, 320 or something like that or even for for procedure training for pilots so we also have customers doing pilot training with with our product so we have the whole range of, of customers here in this area cool cool and I, I noticed on your website you had different license options as well you had exactly yeah exactly yeah, yeah, just regular and commercial and a number of other options. So that's all available at your website, and I believe that's fsflightcontrol.com, correct? Correct, that's correct. Yep. FS minus or FS dash flightcontrol.com, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, and it's a very cool website, very sleek design. Thanks. And, and I might add that you can download a trial, so if you're sitting at home going, hmm, this sounds interesting, but I'm not quite sure yet, download the trial and you get to see what it's all about. That That's what I did the other day. So, got to play with it, got to see the moving map, got to play with the failures, um, got to get a good general sense of the of the program, and um, my the actually the most interesting feature for me was the moving map, because I always, you know have this curiosity of where am I and you know what's below me and I was flying through Europe so I didn't re- I really didn't know what was blo- below me so it was interesting to see what was below me yeah we, we also invested a lot of uh, in this moving map so it's for example also includes flight planning but we also do have support for uh, Iveo, Watson and also Pilot Edge so if you guys using that so that's also you can just enable it and you will see all the other aircrafts of the other uh, people around you. Oh, very cool. That is a very cool feature. I didn't know about that. So, um, 
I know you guys are the first add-on for Flight Sim World, which I think is very cool. Um, how did that happen, and what do you think is the platform overall? Yo, it's it's still uh, FSX based, so we are using uh, SimConnect to to communicate with FSX and also prepared. So also mentioning at, at this place maybe that we don't use FSU IPC and uh, other legacy interfaces anymore. So not really going with SimConnect directly, and therefore it wasn't that hard for us to support uh, Flight Sim World as well. There were a few things we need to 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 work around, but it was not such a big deal. So therefore we decided, yes, of course we. We'll support them um, as well. So, I just had a quick look myself on on the simulator itself. I think it's yeah, it's it's a it's a progress compared to to, to FSX. So there are, we we found several bugs directly when <laughs> when we tried. But after all, well, it's it's early access. So I think we should give Dovetail the chance to make a good product out of that. Yeah, I'm trying to give them a chance too. I played it for, um, I think I took off from Boeing Field and did did a few circuits and I'm interested it just needs uh it needs add-ons and you're the first add-on so that's a good thing so cool um so I know you're also working on a release for X-Plane um what made you decide to develop for X-Plane yeah, to, to be very honest, at the, at the beginning we started with, the, with this product, I think about three three years ago, and uh, we decided not to go with Xplan because uh, Xplan, yeah, was for us. Uh, just if you looked on the in the interface of uh, Xplan 10, for example, it was <laughs> yeah, we just didn't want it to go on, right? Yeah. But, uh, at the at the uh, yeah middle of yeah last year, uh, I, I know that the German Xplan developer Philip Münzel, and uh, he showed me Xplan. 11 at that time, the first time at some conference when we met and I was really uh, surprised that uh, yeah, they really, really made a good interface this time. So I think with XPEN 11, the simulator finally evolved to something which you can really use and therefore we decided to, to try first and after some back and forth and trying the, the UDP interface of XPEN which is not, yeah, it's not so easy to, to work with, but uh, we managed to do that, and therefore we decided to add, add support for it. And uh, our uh, the support will be even also for for XPEN 10. It will not everything work with 10, but most of that too. So we will support XPEN 11 officially, but most of the stuff will also work with 10. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, uh, XPEN has really revolutionized itself with 11. Um, I'm actually... I think this month, I haven't decided yet, it's, it's always a hard choice between FSX scenery and explain stuff, but I think I'm going to get the uh, Flight Factor 757 and um, use that with Explain because Explain 11 has really made me think, rethink things, so I'm very excited that you guys are coming to Explain. Um, so, what are your general thoughts and feelings? We already talked about Dovetail and uh, Explain a little bit, and obviously Prepared is the other entrant in there, but what what are your feelings about having three different uh, platforms to contend with, kind of with this next generation stuff? Yeah, I think it's interesting. It's it's also interesting for the for the customer to to have the the chance to choose from so many uh, products here, and I think it's as it's it's always in uh, yeah in in development and researching it's always good to have competitors because then you need to evolve right so i think it's it's good for the customer at the end that there are more market players uh yeah where the the one and the other need to 
need to evolve their product to, to stay on the top. And in fact, it's not only three, right? So there is a, a fourth one. It's uh, Airfly FS2. I don't oh. know if you tried that already. Oh no, I haven't tried that, but that's a good point. That's a good point. I'm just I'm thinking in my narrow terms of my world, but yeah, there's other other sims out there too. I'm sure there's more than just uh, Aerofly. I'm sure there's others out there too that I don't know about. Yeah, that, that, that's the only other one which uh, yeah which I would consider in this uh, yeah worldwide simulation without going too specific in combat and things like that. But really for or the normal aviation stuff, it's Airfly, which is not that bad. So they have a very good graphics. They need to work on on some sites uh, still, and but we are in contact with them, in fact. So um, maybe we will also add support for our Airfly later this year. So let's see how that platform evolves too. So oh, I think it's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, it is going to be interesting, and that, that's that's a very cool development that you might be working with those guys. That's cool. Um, so is there anything uh, that we didn't cover that you want to bring up before we talk about the website and uh, the pricing and all that stuff? No, I think we, we covered more, most of of, uh, of that. Uh, everything else is, is also written on the website. Uh, it's uh, just important to say that FS Flight Control, it's, it's, a, it's a new developed product. We started about three years ago, as I mentioned already. So we, we try to be, yeah, we try to, to skip all this this legacy stuff like legacy interfaces, which I said already. So it should, the, the the aim was to to build an, a new product which which you like to use, which uh, just reacts quickly, and also try to to make it as easy as possible to install it. Well, it's very cool and it, it works very well. I was very impressed with the trial. So, uh, what's your website again, and what what's the general uh, purchase purchase price for FS Flight Control? So the, the website is, uh, as you mentioned already, fs-flightcontrol.com, and it's uh, 49.95 for the the home user license. So if you just want to use it at home, that it's the perfect for you. So you don't need to don't need any other license. The other licenses are only if you want to use it, for example, commercially. So you want you have a full simulator and want to sell hours uh, to using your simulator then you would need a commercial license but uh, normally the the home license is the right for you cool cool and we should mention there's a free trial available at your website exactly. as well exactly you can you can try 40 day 14 days uh, as long uh, as much as you want so there is no no limitation in functionality or things like that so you can try everything and also if there is anything you want to know or you have additional uh, feature wishes just just let us know because uh, we are working uh, very much on this product so you also if you on the website there's also change lock so you see we are releasing normally two versions a month one to two versions a month so there is really a lot going on there so we also support uh, prepared uh, version 4 by the way already Oh wow, that was quick. That was quick. Yeah, I I, I mentioned prepared offhand, but, but glad, glad that you mentioned that specifically. Um, well, thank you, Andres, so much for your time. Um, I really appreciate you coming on the show, and I'll make sure I have uh, all the links in the show notes and everything so people can get in touch with you and uh, give FS Flight Control a try. Um, again, Andres, thank you so much for coming on the show, and uh, hope to have you on again sometime in the future. Perfect. Thanks a lot, Nicholas. It was great to talk with you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. No problem. Bye. All right. My thanks once again to Andreas for coming on the show. Um, I'll have links to his 
information on FS Flight Control on the show notes. Show notes available at knickknackjack.wordpress.com. Uh, it'll be knickknackjack.net soon enough here. I've just got to buy the domain. Um, so there you go for that. Uh, P3D version 4 is out. That is the big news in the flight sim community lately. Um, it is, as I'm looking at the website, $59.95 for the academic license. Um, I can't afford it this month, nor can I afford the uh, 757 like I wanted to. I ended up buying um, Fly Tampa uh, Copenhagen, so that was the decision I made this month, and the personal budget just doesn't allow for much else. Um, I'm trying to save money for Flight SimCon next year, um, and you can donate to help me out, gofundme.com slash knickknackjack November Indio Charlie November Alpha Charlie Juliet Alpha Kilo um, and I'll have the link for that on the website as well um, I uh, hope you guys if you're using P3D version 4 will let me know what your experience is like with it uh, it seems that most of the developers are very quickly um, adding compatibility for it, so it won't be that much of a jump um, for someone like me who doesn't have P3D version 3. Um, I still have the initial barrier cost of buying all the PMDG stuff all over again, so um, it may be too much money for me to convert to P3D version uh for right now. Um, obviously, it's not going to happen this month anyway, but it may be too much money. I may be forced to switch with to X-Plane. I'm not sure. Um, that's just going to have to take some time and shake out. Um, I do want to go to P3D version 4. Um, it's just the way everybody everybody's going. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, I did give DuckTales Flight Sim World a try. It's FSX with 64-bit, which is really exactly what I want. Um, it just needs add-on support, and without the add-on support, um, it's going to go nowhere. So hopefully it'll get add-on support, um, and I won't have to buy my PMDG stuff again. That would be nice. Um, so that about wraps it up for me. Um, I thank you guys so much for listening. If you have feedback, N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K at gmail.com. November Indio Charlie, November Alpha Charlie, Julia Alpha Kilo at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K at, uh, well, just at N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K. And, uh, you'll get, uh, some political stuff, um, whether you like that or not, probably not. Um, that's what my personal podcast is for, but, um, it's just kind of a mix between my personal stuff and Flight Sim stuff. There is a lot of Flight Sim content on there, though. So if you're looking for Flight Sim content on Twitter, um, that is one of the places you can get it. Um, and uh, I will be eagerly trying to interview anybody I can that went to Flight Sim Con. Um, Flight Sim Con is not this weekend, but next weekend. So we have that to look forward to as a community as well. So uh, until next time, stay safe, stay sane. Happy landings. Bye. I'm running hard without a gun before I land So catch me if you can I'm on the box, my hat pulled down With a bottle in my bag I'm on the boat against the rail With the wind against my back I'm on
Still can't dream you can.